Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7 are the Sermon on the Mount, where the Lord Jesus Christ, seeing a multitude, verse 1 tells us this, went up into a mountain. That's why it's called the Sermon on the Mount. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth, and he taught them, saying, and so I want to read to you verses 3 through 12, which are a description of the character of the righteous. And as I read each of these verses, let us commit ourselves to, to have the character trait that is given and defined in each of these verses. Verse 3, these are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. They should be in the red writing in your red letter edition Bibles. This is our religion. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Amen and amen. Poor in spirit is to come in here humbly, knowing that we are naked and wretched before an almighty, holy God. Mourning is to come in here knowing that we are sinners and should be grieving for our sins in light of His holiness. Meekness is coming in here not expecting anything for ourselves and being willing to be put upon and used as servants for the kingdom of God's sake because we will inherit the earth with that character trait. You can make yourself as small and as low as you can, but God will lift you up in due season to inherit the earth, as it tells us in that fifth verse. To hunger and thirst after righteousness is to come in here craving the character of God and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll be filled. And to have to have a covering for us of His perfect righteousness. To be hungering and thirsting for something far beyond anything that we can achieve for ourselves. We want to love mercy, as Micah 6 and verse 8 tells us, and the seventh verse here teaches, they shall obtain mercy. David obtained so much mercy in his life because he showed so much mercy. We want to show mercy that we may obtain it from the Lord as well. We want to keep our hearts with all diligence, lest there arise any evil thought, any evil imagination, any wickedness there in our hearts, For the pure in heart shall see God. 
We want to be peacemakers wherever we can make peace. If it's against us or between other parties, let us always be striving for peace for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ because that shows us to be the children of God. And if we're persecuted for righteousness' sake, we're blessed. Let us be thankful for that. Let us stand for righteousness even if the world falls, even if the world hates us, even if the world tries to kill us. Let's stand for righteousness and suffer their persecution. The kingdom of heaven is ours, just like it is for the martyrs that went before us. And when men shall revile you, that is to call you names, to ridicule you and to persecute you, and say all manner of evil against you falsely, misrepresenting your motives, denying your commitment to Christ, saying that you're just a selfish, manipulative person out for yourself, out to be different, out to cause conflict. Let them accuse us of anything they wish for Jesus Christ's sake. Let's be as peaceful, as meek as we possibly can be, but never compromising our Lord Jesus Christ. And when that happens to us, we can rejoice and be exceeding glad. Not just a little glad, but exceeding glad, because great is your reward in heaven. The more we suffer on earth for Christ's sake, the more evidence there is of eternal glory for us in the future. Because they persecuted the prophets of God this very same way, they have persecuted them from the very beginning. When Cain killed Abel, nothing has changed, and it will not change until our king destroys all our enemies and then there shall be everlasting peace. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word in us to have these character traits. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Your Son and our Savior, forgive us where we have compromised, been neglectful, violated, any of these character traits of the righteous. We thank Thee that there was no anecdotes to tell. We bless Thee that the Lord Jesus Christ as a preacher did not start every sermon with a joke. We thank Thee that the Lord Jesus Christ opened His mouth and taught such spiritual axioms the likes of which the world has never heard apart from His Gospel. Heavenly Father, grant us these traits in abundance by the power of the Holy Ghost in us. Incline our hearts after these beatitudes, these blessings, and away from covetousness and our own thoughts and our own ambitions. Oh, Heavenly Father, let this church be a body that embodies these traits. Let these describe us. Let this be the character of our church, our families, our homes, every one of us, including our children, and our children's children, and our children's children's children. Heavenly Father, we seek for spiritual religion that pleases Thee. You seek those that will worship Thee in spirit and in truth. And, O Lord, we desire to do that this day 
and every day for the glory of your Son who saved us. Be with us this day that the things done in this building and around it today will be pleasing in thy sight. Let the thoughts of our hearts and the words of our mouths be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Forgive us all iniquity. Have mercy upon us and cleanse us from all our sins and receive our petition that we want to be like the Lord Jesus Christ, that we do not want the grace of God bestowed upon us in vain, but we want to use that grace and leverage that grace for your honor and glory, for having saved us out of this world which we did not deserve. And Heavenly Father, if the world bears its ugly fangs and barks against us and seeks to destroy us by any way, internal or external, Heavenly Father, let us rejoice and be exceeding glad at the privilege of showing our similarity to your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the prophets that went before Him. Have mercy upon us this day. We pray the same blessing, Heavenly Father, upon every congregation of sincere saints in the world. We pray for our brethren that are not with us this day, that you will preserve and keep them wherever they might be, and bring them safely to us. We pray for your scattered congregations and saints throughout the world that you will bless them. We pray for the preservation of our nation. We thank thee for it. We thank thee for our rulers. And we pray that you will give them great wisdom and discretion, prudence and understanding, and great equity and judgment to know how to lead this nation. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We are thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ who has given us the hope of eternal glory, who has given us an example of how we ought to conduct ourselves in any kind of situation, even the worst. And Heavenly Father, we're thankful for your inspired and preserved scriptures before us that we might know in writing the will of God for our lives. Be with us now and bless all that we do. We seek to honor thee and to be exceeding magnifical about it in a New Testament perspective of worshiping thee this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.